Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I'm here with my player partner, Tommy T, and Tommy the T. G is silent once again. But <laughs> it's all good because he will be back next week. Um, Man, y'all just make sure y'all congratulate him on the wedding he got upcoming. He's busy, hard at work, and, you know, sometimes... You know, sometimes he, he's got other obligations, which is all good with that. You know, we are all good with that. But on today's episode, it's going to be a special, fun episode today because we get to talk about probably, I'm going to be honest with you. Look, we really got to think about what J. Cole sits on the ranking of who's the best rapper in the game right now. Yeah. But that's who we're talking about today. J. Cole. And we're talking about his new, I think it's like a 12 minute uh, mini documentary um, about him and, and kind of yeah. what he's been going through for the for the past couple of years and his road to uh, his road to where he is currently now with uh, basketball, music, uh, all of that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting. Um, if y'all haven't seen it, go out, go check it out. You can find it on YouTube, of course. Uh, it's called the off season, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the uh, the name of the um, album. But the documentary is called uh, "Applying Pressure: The Off Season Documentary." That's the name of it. There you go. So y'all go check that out if you are down with J Cole, as we are. Um, so. That's what we're going to do. And of course, we're going to be bringing you what's in your speakers. We're going to bring be bringing you the news. And yeah, we're just going to have some fun. We got a good discussion going on. So without further ado, let's rock and roll. Yo, man, how your week been? Man, my week been cool. I feel like I've been on vacation, bro, because like we ain't had to do no recording this week. Uh, we ain't have to watch any TV shows mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So this is actually the first recording of the week. <laughs> Boom. There it is. <laughs> there you go. There, there you it go. is, man. What about yourself, man? Man, uh, my week's been great. Uh, it was kind of busy because we were trying to get things squared away before we headed out to Miami for a short getaway. Um, but definitely enjoyed it. Miami was great. I owe my Miami owes me nothing. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of people without masks down there, though. I want my mask. But it's a lot of people. But uh nevertheless, <clears throat> that was my first time on South Beach and it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I, I look here. If, if you wanna go if you wanna be somewhere, if you wanna go visit somewhere, go to go to South Beach, man. Or just go to Miami, period. Cause like Miami, you know, you cross over to Miami Beach, but then you can go back over to actual Miami. And we yeah. was over there for it, it, they got some beautiful art. Uh I got to go to the art um district the area and they got some amazing stuff and they have some amazing art on the island as well. Amazing food, all of that. I didn't get my uh, conch. I didn't get mm. to eat none of that, but I hope, I hope I get to get it next time. I had some before. Is it, is it all that it's cracked up to be? I mean, it's, it's what people, people hype it, but I mean, it's good, but <laughs> it is what gotcha. it is to be, man. Okay. It's, it, for me, it's not anything to be like, oh, raving about, but, you gotcha. know. 
cool. But it's good though. I ain't gonna say it's not good. It's good. I have to get some next time. Yes, get some sir. next time. Yes, yes sir. Good. But yeah, yeah. Um, man, before we get into this, I got such an interesting story. Tell your story, man. Story time with Steve. Story. Hey, we got to do some research because I got to figure out something here. Because I was, me and my wife, we met a female. She's from Chicago. Uh, she was, her and her friends were down there, you know, hanging out. And um, we got to chatting with her and stuff. And, uh, you know, we get to the point, of course, you know, where you from? Where you from? You know, she's from Chicago. And we tell her, yeah, you know, we from Tennessee. And she says, yeah, so y'all from the Midwest like I am. And I was like, wait. Well, I didn't tell her that, but in my mind, I was like, Midwest, I'm from the South. But then I got to thinking, I was like, well, are we from the Midwest? I don't know. I got to do some extra research and, and kind of see where she got that from. But, no, bro. you know, <laughs> when drinks are involved, I don't know, you know, yeah. how these things go. But yeah, man, it was a good time. It was a good time. So everybody out there, is Tennessee the Midwest or is it the South? Tennessee is definitely the South, but that's in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So I guess we, uh, let's hop into it, man. Let's get let's, to it, man. Let's hop into what's in your speakers without man. the G. Yeah. Without the G. The G without is silent today. Yeah. Um, what's been in my speakers this past week, man? Um. T. Grizzly came out with something um, last Friday, built for whatever album. Mm-hmm. Um, that Money Bag Yo album, Against This Pain, bro. That that Joker there is so hard, bro. Solid, dog. <laughs> it was like heavy rotation for me. Um, I listened to Orange Juice Jones. Okay. If you don't know who he is, he sings the rain. That's pretty much the biggest hit he had as I was reading. But yeah, I checked him out. Um, Benny the Butcher, Love Left. Um, who else? DJ Khaled's album. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to Doja Cat, Hot Pink album, The Baby, Kirk album, um, Guy. I started listening. Like, I started listening to. Uh, EU, the butt, and uh, cameo. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you sneak that in there like you try to say it real quick, like the butt, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's the only song I know that they did, man. <laughs> but um, I started listening to uh, Candy by Cameo, and that took me down a uh, a rabbit hole of music. But <laughs> me and my wife was having the discussion about the song being about cocaine mm-hmm. and I was like why do they say it's about cocaine and so she broke it down you know and stuff like that so I was like ah and now I, I can't get it out of my head and I'm every time I look at the video like if you watch the video you'd be like yeah this dude was on cocaine <laughs> <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug absolutely <laughs> no question <laughs> but it's like it's like just the idea that this band made a song, Candy, and and talking to my my folks, my mom and them, they was like that's what they used to call it. Yeah, like back in the day it was it was called Candy. I was like that's not a right, that's not a good thing to call stuff. But okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard the term uh, nose candy a lot. 
you know. So yeah, I definitely understand what they're talking about. Man, but that's crazy though. But yeah, that's that's really been my week, man. Not wow. too strong. It's just real simple. Short and simple, man. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Um so uh, well shoot, let's jump into mine then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so my week since I was uh traveling, of course, I, I didn't go well, I ain't gonna say that because uh, I'm I still into a lot. Um I still I, I had a long drive. We had a long drive because we drove from uh of course from here to chat, stayed and chat for some hours before we had to be in Atlanta at like five in the morning to catch a flight at seven to get to uh get to Miami by nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um so man, we had plenty of time, plenty of music to 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 listen to. Uh but during the week of course, leading up to that. Yo, I, I finally listened to that Shelly, uh, FKA Drum. Yo, What'd it's crazy. It? Yo, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because uh, the thing is, I was, not too many artists can do what he did. Like, mm-hmm. like Drum, if you remember the song he had, he was like, wow. Yeah. And then <laughs> this entire, and then for him to switch over to, to this album, I'm like, Whoa, this is so different. Like it's Completely. so different, but but it fits them perfectly. Like I was like, wow. Like dude is really like R and B is your lane, wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yo, the song with him and Erica Badu, yeah, yeah, it fits, man. It's it's amazing record. Period. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Shelly, yeah, let him, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say, man. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> um. Of course, J. Cole, J. J. Cole interlude. Uh, yo, it's man, that little sample is just that just little little bit of music that we're getting before yeah. the album, and it just makes you want more. Mm-hmm. Um, from that man, I, my household, we listened to a lot of Beyonce. Uh, so we did some Beyonce essentials. That's everybody's um, household. Yeah. <laughs> uh the cool thing is like we're like all sitting at the table eating like lunch and we listen to Beyonce uh and just enjoying our time and really feeling it's crazy cuz I cuz we play a lot of the newer stuff if you can believe than the older Beyonce stuff. Uh most of the stuff from of course the Lion King and all that. And it just makes you feel like like black royalty. And I'm looking around like, yeah, my family, and we're all sitting here, and it's just like, wow. Like, I wish I had somebody to photograph, to, like, be there and kind of, like, take pictures or yeah. do, like, our film. at. And as we're, like, listening to that and kind of, you know what I'm saying, just doing our natural thing, the only thing is, you know, the kids won't, they'll see the camera and be like, it's a camera here. <laughs> but if we could do it and like no one knew if they yeah. just completely ignored the camera we just being natural like we always could I, I think yeah. it would be something to look back on years later I just kind of see like wow this Man, is it, it'll be cool to actually like ha- like that would be dope to actually have and see and just do man one day we'll have to all get together and just have a camera set up and you know, just record whatever we're doing and put yeah. it out, man. Yeah, I would love to, because kind of, I, I think the Black family sitting at 
the table to eat is, I think, such a powerful picture. Because uh, yeah. I didn't do that when we was growing up. At oh, all. We just, bro. you know, we, ate, we we got the TV tray or we went to our rooms or whatever. And mm-hmm. but my, especially when I got older, I never ate with them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was just like, all right, <laughs> yeah. But now it's like we've done it for so long yeah. that. And I, I can't remember when we started doing it, but now it's just natural. Like we come to the table for like you, we don't eat in our rooms at all. Like we completely, I'm so happy I stopped that. I remember doing that and I was like, yo, now I look back at I'm like, man, that was like horrible. That was yeah. like nasty. Worst thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'm glad that stopped. And like, like whenever we eat and we're at the table, mm-hmm. like boom. Uh, especially if we're eating something together. So, um, yeah, so Beyonce definitely, uh, you know, most of the stuff from like the Lion King and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, man, we was riding and I think I was trying to figure out, man, what, what do I want to listen to? And I think my wife was like, well, says, well, listen to the, some J. Cole. Hey, how about we put on the essentials? And that's what we pretty much wrote to Chattanooga on. Yeah. Man, you just, yo, know, like, like J. Cole's music is like incredible. Yeah, when you, when, <laughs> with the essentials because you get all of it together. Yes, sir. And the way it forms, you're like, goodness gracious, man, this dude was amazing. Um, so from there, uh, NBA Young Boy, man, I got on the NBA Young Boy essentials and just kind of zoned out with him because I, I don't listen to him at that much, mm-hmm. but. I decided to. I was like, man, I think I heard him, heard somebody playing his music while I was in in Miami. I was like, why well, don't listen to him that much? Like, I like him, and I just don't never think to. I guess because he's younger, I don't never think that I right, I'm gonna. Leave. I'm just a young boy. Uh, but yeah, man, yo, I really think <clears throat> this is my opinion. I really think NBA young boy can be a mega star, but it, it, but I think he just gets in too much trouble. Uh. Yeah, I think he's in some trouble right now. Um, but like, just listen to it. If you listen to his music and everything, it's like, dude is incredibly talented. Like, he, he really has something. Uh, and that's not to say that he ain't doing something great right now. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I feel like where we're going to see NBA Youngboy in, 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 uh, in the next five years. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. Like, like where would he be? It's 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 hard because you like you're so you got such like I think anybody that can rap, you know what I'm saying, like that can actually produce a song or or rap a song and stuff like that. I think that's a an amazing feat in itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to write a rap or to write a song. Period. Um, but I think it's the persona behind it that hurts. The artist. It's like you take you you have this this tough this bad boy this bad persona behind it, or like your lifestyle that you lived before. You still living that you know what I'm saying, and you try to carry that on to to like the platform that you you keeping it real. I guess you can say, and it and it it hinders you. From what type of stardom you truly can get to, like it's it's one thing to be real, be like real with yourself, but it's another thing to be endangering people. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. Or, no, or absolutely. Perceived to be a danger to other people. 
Yeah. You know, so I mean, like I think that that a lot of the times the the attitude and the mentality hurts the artist more than it helps it. You know, um I can't think of a movie uh, it was a movie like CB4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, like well, you can take that movie for example, man. It's like you don't want somebody to be that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want some authenticity. Auth- Authenticity. Authentic. Where's Warren Smith when you need him, man? Yeah. Authenticity. <laughs> Authenticity um, as an artist, but, you know, too much of what you lived in. Like, at some point, you have to pivot and change. Everybody has to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I guess, I guess I'm wondering where that change come and then where will we see him grow? In the next, and how can he grow? Yeah, because he he definitely can. Uh, and you know, we'll see. It just, yep. man, you know, it, we've talked about it before on some previous, on a previous podcast. Kind of that transition, like mm-hmm. from that life to this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, definitely been rocking some NBA young boy. Uh, from there, uh, another person I heard someone playing and. Uh, down on South Beach, and I just was like, "Yo, why haven't listened to him in a minute?" And it's Webby. So I hopped on. Uh, I didn't know there was a Savage Life Six. I didn't. I either. hopped on it. <laughs> I did. And it's hitting. I'm like, like "Oh goodness, yeah." It's only nine records, but when did it's this come out, man. It came out last year in 2020. <laughs> I didn't know it was a Savage Life like five, four, and three. I knew it was Savage Life three. Did um, you? Yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, four, five, and six, I don't think I was. Well, I might have knew about four, but five and six, I don't think I was aware of. Um, but I mean, is Webby giving you Webby like? So it's pretty interesting. Uh, but I listened to Savage Light 6, and I did listen to Savage Light 3. And then after that, I went on to an album that people don't talk much about. And it's like, I call it Jeezy's Secret Album. What's that, that one? It's the Boston George and, Boston George and Diego. Oh. That's the one he did with... Uh, he did it with another artist, and I don't uh, hate I don't know the other artist's name at the moment. Um, but he did a collab album with another artist and yo, I, I've listened to it before, uh, but I, it's been a minute. So I had to go find it. And when I did, I was like, I was like, dang, what was the name of that again? Because when you find it, it doesn't say Jeezy on it at all. It says Boston George and Diego. That's the name of it. Yeah, that's the name of the album. And that's the, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's, the name of the album. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Like you can't um what's the word? Like you can't look up Jeezy and nah, find you gotta this look album. Up yeah. Diego and Boston George. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like when you find it, it's like, oh word. Cause I, I've been like that thing was hard. And it's still I never heard it, man. That's why I say it's like Jeezy's secret album. <laughs> like, they, like it's a lot of like the people that have heard it, they they know what I'm talking about. But then, you know, uh, 
Oh, his name was George. Yeah, his <laughs> his his uh the dude name was Boston like George. Yeah, Boston George. Yeah, it sure is. And That's right. Jeezy is Diego. It's Diego. Yeah, absolutely. So like like that's the reason. Like it, it's crazy because the album is fire. Yeah, and like if you heard it, if you like when it came out, I don't know how we end up knowing about it. I think I I, f- I for sure heard the single pull up, and then I think when uh I think it, me and my homie uh Rob G, we were just like, hey man, Boston Joe and Diego, and we just kind of was we was there as it was dropping, yeah. but it, it wasn't promoted. I don't think it was promoted that well, and. All that it just kind of happened, and like now it's like it's still like you don't go to Jeezy's page and you see Boston Georgia Diego. Yeah, uh, you got to really search for it. So I went back to listen back to that man. It's still slapping like I'll oh, get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to say that's Jeezy's like secret album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, but I guess we got to go to Boston George page and and maybe it pulls up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get that listen if you never heard it. Uh, that'll put you back in that like trap or die kind of feel yeah. right there. Um, after that, man, on the ride back, like I got sleepy. My wife had to take over, so she put on some Earth, Wind, and Fire, and mm. yeah, you, you know what goes from there. Like it's just good music. That Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire, man, it, it's just great music. Um, also, uh, if we go into some records that I listen to, uh, uh, that are not in the album. In the album, uh, in the album realm, if if I say that, but a whole bunch of uh, singles, uh, little little singles. Uh, the one single I'm very high on right now, man. Hey, yeah, my boy Isaiah Rashad, Duke Deuce, <laughs> on the record. Look here, man. I'm 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 so happy about that record because that's like Chattanooga and Memphis together yeah. uh, on one record. And it is not like it, it is. And like the record's hard, it's slapping. It's just a um man, it's a great rec it's a great record if you want to just hear some good stuff. And I'm happy that Isaiah Rashad is dropping something else. So yeah. that's one record that I was listening to. Uh yo, Trippy Red and Pl- and, and Playboy Cardi. I know we give Playboy Cardi a lot of flat. <laughs> but this song Miss Miss the Rage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hard. You like it? I like it. I like it a lot. Them boys, hey, at the end of the day, them boys can make a record, man. Bruh. That I don't I don't know. Playboy Cardi ain't for me, man. Yeah, Playboy. I mean play, yeah. Uh Trippy Red, <laughs> Trippy Red, he got a few songs I like, but listen to this one then. Listen to check it, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Usually I yeah. check out what y'all be talking about, man. Um, in my feelings with T Grizzly, Quavo, and Dolph. Man, look, man. Dolph, Dolph. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Dolph just hard for no reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he just I don't know what it what it is when he gets on the record. He just makes it. Um, yeah. He just he just he just does what he does, man. It's Dolph. That's well, that's a tagline. It's Dolph, so that it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> um, another record. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. This record got on my nerves, but I think it's gonna be a big record for a lot of females. And it's a song by. Uh, is it just Sweetie or Sweetie? Sweetie, I think. I think. Yeah, it, she I think dropped a new record, it, man. Yeah, 
I think it's Saweetie. I don't know. I want to call it Sweetie or Saweetie, but I hope I'm not butchering it. She got a song called Fast. Um, and I think it's just fast motion, but they got the motion in and uh uh whatever that is. Um <laughs> I couldn't think of it right now. Sorry, I ain't no English major. Uh, <laughs> but yo, the record to me is like I annoying, but I think this is going to be like one of those records of the summer. Um, yeah. But of course, it remains to be seen. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> he said, I think I'm butchering her name. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. But, you know, hey. It is sorry. what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of. And there's some more records that I listen to. Um, I think there was another record by Quando Rondo, but I can't find it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much rounds out uh rounds out my week, unless I kind of count uh hearing Tina Turner uh down in Miami. Yeah. They're playing some <laughs> Tina Turner out there. And I was really? like, What? I think we need to listen to more Tina Turner. We probably do, man. Tina Turner was a great artist. I know. Solid man. So I'm gonna make a point to put on more Tina Turner. Okay, and just enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. You say no to it. Yeah. Right. Let's celebrate Tina Turner. Yeah. So I'm with it. Yeah, man. That wraps up the week for me man. and what's in your speakers. Yo, if y'all in the comments, um, please let let us know what's in y'all speakers. What y'all gonna listen to out there? Give us something for new. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, what's up with the news, man? Man, that's what I've been looking at right now, man. The first thing I want to bring up today, it's not a lot of news that I have mm-hmm. today, so I'm going to make this uh, enjoyable as possible. But the first news I want to bring up is, see, we, used to, we, we was actually talking about this uh, like earlier today, me and you, Steve, but me and my wife talked about it, like, I want to say yesterday or the day before yesterday. Uh... The Chinese rocket that fell back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, China's space agency, as of, I'm reading the article off of NBC News. Gotcha. Um, China defense handling of rocket that fell to Earth. Booster rockets usually fall back to Earth soon after takeoff. China's space agency hasn't said why the long march was sent temporarily into orbit. So apparently they didn't know what was going on. The long rocket is the the ship mm-hmm. that went up there. So um, they defended it is handling. This uh, was from May tenth this morning. Um, it said Monday it was unfairly being held to different standards than the U.S. and other space. Um, so pretty much, man, this rocket was just fa- free falling back to Earth. Mm-hmm. I think it landed in the ocean somewhere. Yeah, it did. Um, I think that's where it ended up actually landing. I can't remember which one. Yo, I was so I was so concerned about this rocket because I was getting on the plane. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> everybody was like, we don't know where it's gonna be at, but it's gonna it's gonna possibly land between midnight and early Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm getting on the plane early Saturday morning. Right. Like, <laughs> like what what better chance? Right. Uh, and then I saw something about the Navy saying, okay, 
we kind of tracking it. We know it's going to fall like somewhere over here. And I was like, oh, okay, that's way away from us. So we should yeah. be straight. Yeah. But uh, man, that's a good question that you bring up. Like, is it, I wonder, are they like, are they giving it more attention than it should? Because we have rockets that go up and they, the you know, those parts do actually fall back to earth and that's like not something but new. I think the I think the thing or first off, we have to realize we live in a day and age where news is not waited upon. Mm-hmm. News is instant now. You know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing. The second thing is it was uncontrolled. Like I mm-hmm. think when uh like we send stuff back, it's some form of control that we have about it. You know, either we know, hey, it's going to fall back here. Now mm-hmm. it could be a burst of wind that pushes it so many meters off or so many yards or so many whatever they counted in. I don't know. But this one seems like it was just free falling and yeah, that's what they said. anywhere. And I think that's what got it, got the attention because that's scary, man, to think about it. It was, I think it happened last year or the year before. Uh, stuff was falling out of the plane, like an engine blew up and uh, the plane's engine, like just started, just fell out, like mm-hmm. fell to the earth and like was destroying people's houses and stuff. You know, luckily, I don't think nobody got killed from that. But you just think about it, stuff just be falling out the sky. There's no protection from it. No, no, no. Like, you know, just kind like of rain like, falls from the sky, but you can just go inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A whole engine fall on your house. Most likely it's going through your house. Yeah, it's definitely going to go through <laughs> and leave a hole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> In the foundation, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And someone's going to pay for that. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, um, I haven't heard about anybody being hurt by it, so yeah, that's I guess the blessing, they'll, man. They'll figure it out, uh, and we go from there. I don't yeah. know, yeah. Um, next thing I want to bring up, man, is <laughs> I know you probably didn't watch it, but Elon Musk was on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, you know, I ain't a Saturday Night Live. I know it, I'm, man. I'm not going out my way to watch it. If I catch it, <laughs> cool, but I ain't going out my way. But yeah, I know well, it, was it, it, it was a, it was actually a funny episode. I didn't think it was gonna be funny, man. <laughs> like it's, it's for me. It's like I think of Elon Musk as being a very smart guy, mm-hmm. um, but also I think of him as being a very strict. I don't want to say stuck up. I don't think he's stuck up. Yeah, because the ideas that he have are so tomorrow thinking, like it's crazy. But mm-hmm. I feel like he's such a a straightforward tunnel vision guy. I wouldn't see him on this silly platform, you know. <laughs> but it's uh, it was funny, bro. It was funny. I had, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I might have to go back and watch it and just to see because, like, the thing is with him. I've watched the like I watched when they was gonna drop the new Tesla truck. Yeah. And like he was actually like kind of funny there too. So I can see where <laughs> like I was like, oh, it like behind the scenes, he might be a silly dude. Yeah. Um, but I I could see like with the whole Tesla truck, because there was a, a moment there where like there was like unbreakable glass and they threw this heavy weighted ball at it and it broke and it shattered. <laughs> and he made and he made jokes about it that night. Right. You know? So I, I think he's uh 
I, I see why he would be on Saturday Night Live. He may have, he may be silly or have some type of uh, way different behind the scenes. So yeah. I, I'm going to check it out. I heard that after he was on there, the the whole Dodgecoin. The Dodgecoin craze. Actually, <laughs> it, it did fall. <laughs> like, 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 bro, dude, okay, so, you know, everybody's, like, I appreciate everybody, like, getting into it, like, mm-hmm. investing and stuff like that, because it's, it opens the door into the game. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of things are open doors because of people, more people getting into stocks and investing. But the best advice for somebody to give somebody is to research what you invest in. Absolutely. Like it's so uh, funny to me, man, that people like and and I'm a person that does it too, so I'm not talking about just everybody else, but it's so funny that people get on. They so excited about, hey, this Dodgecoin, you need to jump in, you need to jump in, but then can't explain what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's FOMO. <laughs> uh, I've been doing a lot of research before I start jumping into it, but uh, so I can figure out what terms are and, and behaviors and things. Yeah. Uh, it's a term called FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. Yeah. And it's a real thing. And like people create this whole buzz and then people be like, oh, I got to do it. And they don't know what they're doing. Um, and then also, you know, the whole thing about a pump and dump and things yeah. like that. Those are things that people need to learn about <laughs> before starting yeah. so that they know, OK, if something's worth uh, jumping into, you know, being educated. But yeah, yeah, I'll be sure to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. But it's funny, man. Um, the Dodge, They say the Dodge coin like went down because he was like it was a joke or something like that. Well, yeah, like that's from the, the thing. start of it, it was just a joke. It was it started from a meme or something, right? Uh, uh that I, I don't know. I I don't want. I don't rec- I don't know about the meme, but I know that it did start as a joke. Like yeah. the whole coin just started as a joke. And I've like listened to other investors. They're like, yeah, I'm not putting my money in anything that I can't base a theory behind. Yeah. And like th- that coin has like absolutely no use. It started out as a joke. That's really is. It's done things like this in the past, <clears throat> but only because somebody pretty much hyped it up. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing about pumping dumps, right? So if it's, you know, it has no, you know, there's, if there's no, no news surrounding, there's no real use. It's a smaller, you know, smaller type of, uh, smaller in value, then you may have some, some millionaires, billionaires put a lot of money in it create mm-hmm. start getting people talking about it create a lot of buzz and then get everybody to start pumping their money into it and then when it gets to a certain mm-hmm. level they pull out all their money and leave everyone else with useless stock so yeah. that's what a pump and dump is gotcha. uh, so looking at you know the whole dodge coin i'm looking at it and i'm like once i learned it, i looked at it and everything that um and I wish I could, uh, I have to give y'all who I'd be checking out on YouTube. The guy that, you know what I'm saying, pretty much broke down what it was and what to look for. Mm. Once I look back at it, I was like, wow, yeah, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> that's exactly right. what that is. And he was like, yeah, I stay away from those. <laughs> Unless, you know, I can put something in it and I can quickly get out. Because the thing is, you can't tell when they're going to be ready, when right. they're right. going to pull out all their money. Um, so we got to be careful, man, in this market, man. 
Yeah. Hype, hype beast, dog. It's hype beast everywhere, not just in stickers. <laughs> I, I, I laugh because I just learned what that was when we did the uh, sneaker battle with uh, with Mark, man. Shout out to Mark, too, man. We're going to be Absolutely, working with him man. pretty soon, too. Um, dog, the, the other stuff, I, the other news I want to bring up is uh, J. Cole reportedly signs deal with Basketball Africa League's Rwanda's Patriots. Yeah. Um, shout out to Cole, man. Shout out to Cole, man. Big news. He doing big things in 2021, man. Um, they're saying sources, American rap star J. Cole signing a deal um, with the Patriots, with the Rwanda Patriots. Cole will play three to six games, the first of which on Sunday versus Nigeria. Yeah, man. Shout out to Cole, man. Cole is... Is really J. Cole, that is. It's really a guy with a dream and you know, he goes after it like that's just some incredible stuff. And I know I'm be watching. I'm gonna be watching him play over there and kind of see what happens because I mean really like a lot of people go to the uh I don't wanna call them secondary leagues. I don't know what they're called. Uh, uh more like I guess the international route and can still end up in the NBA. So I really hope that, uh, that happens for him and man, it, it'll be, it'll be so amazing. I don't know. Like I love Cole period. Um, Cole is amazing. So, so man, J Cole's documentary, um, shit, what's the name of it again? I just call it off season, but I know it's called something different. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Since we since we finished up with J. Cole, man. The documentary. How long is it? It's about what? It's 12 yeah. minutes and 32 seconds, man. It's called Applying Pressure, the off-season documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, J. Cole is actually being famous. It's, it's, that's becoming his thing, you know? Because yeah. this is like the second or third documentary he put out um, preceding the album. You know what I'm saying? Because... Uh, when the compilation Dreamville album came out, they had a 28 minute documentary about how mm-hmm. they uh, recorded it. I think he did another one for uh, um, one of the previous albums, not KOD though. Um, and then you got this one. Yeah. Man, what's your, like, <laughs> the funny thing about it, man, before we got on the podcast, we was like, man, we don't know what we're going to talk about. And so we saw, <laughs> uh, we saw this J. Cole. We knew, but we yeah, just we had an idea. <laughs> yeah, we just, and it and it completely switched, and we came across the Jake Cole yeah. uh, off season uh, documentary. So we took time out to watch it together, man. And mm-hmm. uh, man, what you like initial thought for me? This album is going to be fire because, like, the first question I had, I was like, are these beats that's going to be on the album, or these just beats that's just he just randomly put into the documentary. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting one because I don't know. I guess that's, we're going to definitely gonna see. see. The album comes out when? Friday? Yes, I believe so. Um, yeah, the 14th. So, yeah, we'll see on Friday. And not only that, it sounds like, you know, he's going, <laughs> we're at least getting two more albums from him yeah. is what is what I kind of heard, which is, of course, off season and then the fall off. The fall off. Everybody been waiting on the fall off. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, which now looking at that, I think it puts it in perspective. So like my, man, my first reaction was, all right. Um, well, okay. My first reaction was, okay, this is, this is dope. Like hearing him kind of give, uh, what he's been going through and how he's been growing during this time. Uh, but my other thing was, as we were going through it, I was like, oh, this feels like, it feels like the J. Cole as the artist is yeah. coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what, that's what I kind of saw, but yo, can we, can we just, yo, 21 Savage, if you're listening, <laughs> yo, I, I want you to, and I want you to do interviews like, right. <laughs> I, I want you to be the documentary guy. All right. Like, I don't know why he just, it, it's like he fit. Like he yeah. was just like there talking to Cole and just kind of, you know, like, I don't even know if that was like the plan part for him right. to even ask him questions like that. I don't know. Uh, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but whatever it's, it was, it worked. So well. it's probably, it's, it was probably those moments, a moment that, you know, you get when, when you talking to somebody and they gen- you talking about a specific topic and they genuinely asking you a question. Yeah. That but they want to know the answer to. Yeah. But and the thing was, is, it came off so like interview. Right. Right. Style, and, and, I mean, like those come off perfect. sometimes like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, I forgot the question. What was the second question? Because he asked one in the beginning. I couldn't, I didn't, I don't remember that one, but it was the second one he asked. <sighs> I'm about to watch it again. I he was saying, um, I know one of the questions was that about, him coming up in the era that he was in. Um, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, it hits you like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, shoot, man. I wish I did write down what the yeah. question was specifically. Um, let me see if I can, hopefully I can maybe possibly find it. Find yeah. it. But you no, know, but just the I, way he came off with it was like, wow, okay, yeah. yeah. I think the uh, the also the breakdown of how the documentary went uh, with in the beginning, Cole talking about the complacency mm-hmm. that he had, you know, the company like him being comfortable with how like how he works, you know, building the studio in his uh, in his home. So the only thing he has to do is go downstairs. Whereas it used to be, you know, he had to leave, go to the studio, stay there for however long he's working, then come back home. He's pretty much put everything in his a few steps away, you know, type of deal. So it's like um, he talked about that um, and how important it is to continue to work um, through that and, and not being in the in that comfortable space. And, you know, how it helped him as far as like waiting on something instead of going to get it, waiting to for that inspiration for the song instead of just going out there and making the song, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, how it slows down the process of that. Um, Everything he was saying, like it it was like even listening to Cole, man, just even though it's like he's been here before it's time, like the saying that, oh, you've been here before, like. It's like listening to him. You 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 sitting there. You're like, yeah, man. I see what you're saying. 
Because I, I go through that same stuff, you know, with in whatever craft you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's so, it's so like, uh, it's like, damn, man, I didn't even think about it that way, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, and Cole did an uh, interview with like Lil Pump or somebody, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, yeah, That's I love that interview because it that was, was a good was, interview, man. It was dope because he got to he embraced the you know saying embracing that younger generation. Um, nah, man, you can kind of oh man, it, it's crazy because you see because he talks about the uh, growth uh, growth a lot in this, and you know he, they brought up the whole thing about how his feature run changed and how, how you you never really notice how many features J. Cole really has done until he says something about it. Because mm-hmm. I'm 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 really okay with whether he whether he whether he does a feature or not because his music is so good. But when he's like, yo, in the documentary he's like, do I want to be the only person that doesn't do features with anyone? Like, nah, no way. So it was a, a interesting tape because then you you get this feature with 21 Savage and J. Cole mm-hmm. that you normally probably wouldn't have got if he didn't decide to do it. Right. Uh, if that wasn't, you know what I'm saying, if he stayed in the same mind frame. Um, so growth, man, the growth of J. Cole is so important. We can see it like physically and, you know, with these documentaries, we can see it mentally. Like when he mentions um, how he would stay in the studio, like, at least 12 hours. He was like, if I didn't stay in the studio for at least 12 hours, I feel like my day was failed. But then he met Pharrell and Pharrell pretty much showed him how to time block, you know, mm-hmm. put his day on the schedule, which we refer to it in real estate as time blocking. Like, hey, we're only doing this for a certain amount of hours. We're only doing this for a certain amount of hours. We only have a scheduled time for this. And then, hey, when we're, this is cutoff time. Because uh, being an entrepreneur, it's really easy to get into like working all freaking day. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, you got your family over here and you're like, like, oh crap. It's like almost midnight. And (laughs) I I haven't, I barely had a conversation with my kids or or my wife or whatever. So that was, so that's something that like, I think everyone can take away like time blocking. Um, Mm -hmm. Look, we only doing this for this long or whatever. Um, and I know it's interesting because you talked about, like you said, inspiration and how it would come to you. So like, that's interesting for an artist because I think inspiration can come to you at like any moment. But when you're time blocking, what does he do? You know? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear more of that part. Yeah. Like, how do you... But he kind of went over that a little bit because he was like, well, he kind of went over the emotional state of it. Like when he hadn't been writing it so long, but then he uh he gets like, you know, you're not confident about some of the stuff that come to you. Uh that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we all have that. Like something come to you and you're like, ah, that's the first thought. No. I don't <laughs> right, that right. One. But then <clears throat> not trusting that it could lead you to the rest of it, which is mm-hmm. just kind of amazing. So yeah, I know, man. But like that, the documentary itself, man, it's just um, to have the foregone thought to say, hey, let's record the process of me. Because that's basically what the purpose of the documentary is. It's just to kind of talk about his process in making this album 
and getting prepared for this album and it gives publicity because mm-hmm. um, like it's it's crazy that this came out uh, Sunday and then um, you know we find out that he's going to be signing with a basketball team you know and then uh-huh. his album comes out all in the same week man it's, it's like hey it's J. Cole's week this week um, but they, right <laughs> but he compared his career his rap career to um, like working towards his rap or working in his career um, compared it to a basketball player preparing to um, you know for the next season that's why he called it the off season um, that's I mean like that's just genius man like the, yeah. the just the working title just the you know how you like you're honing your skills that's when he started talking about the features being a like a drill, you mm-hmm. know, form. It's like, hey, this is where I get better by doing features because he had a year of, of features, yeah. you know. Um, one of the biggest ones that I can remember is he did one with Crit and then also a lot with uh, 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. I wonder, is 21 Savage on this album? Like, I cannot uh, waste this album. I definitely bro. think he is. <laughs> I definitely think he is. Yeah. Um, I really think he is. And I think they got a, I I think they got a real super cool relationship. I remember, uh, I remember when they would talk. I think J Cole and was talking about Twenty One Savage and Twenty One bringing his kids to the studio, yeah. and kind of you know like yeah, you know figuring out you know you figure out things about folks uh, behind the scenes that they're really you know about their family or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that humanizes them beside you know gets you away from the 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 image that you see, and you, yeah, you get and you that really- other part. Um, yeah. which in this, you know, saying, I think, man, I think we got to see more of college. Uh, I think we got to know, know and see more of college J. Cole. Yeah. I don't think we really, like, I think we got that through the music, but we didn't get it because he goes through talking about, you know, he shows us the house that he stayed in while he was going to the college in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows us the backyard that his friends took him in to pretty much, you know, hey, dude, what are you doing? Uh, and then we got to see, like, we got to hear the story of basketball, college basketball, J. Cole. And yeah. that right there, you, you know, like, he talks about it, but not to the level of, like, yo, was, like, was he any good or why he didn't, you know what I'm saying, go further with basketball and went with music. So that was incredibly interesting. And then to see where he's going now with mm-hmm. um with basketball and just how he's taking it even, you know, more seriously than it was is is yeah, I mean, it's all growth. I just I just nicknamed this whole thing growth. And I mean, when it comes <laughs> to the off season, of course you're gonna you're gonna have to grow, get better. So Nah, I, I think that was pretty cool because that was some like it's it's like I'm able to like connect with him even more because shoot man I was I was in college too <laughs> you know and we you know I wasn't I didn't play sports but you know we go through the moments like yo what you know what you want to do uh, or you're the person on the other side talking to your folks who who haven't done nothing with their, you know, saying after college or whatever. Uh, Cause he did bring up like all his friends are like going off getting these jobs from college and he, you know, isn't doing that yet. 
he just mm-hmm. wanted to do this music thing. And then them having that, you know, say intervention with him and him sobering up so quick and taking it serious. Like, what if they never had that and we never got J. Cole today? Yeah. yeah. It just was like working some crappy ass call center or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in the call center, man. For like a month. Not wrong with call centers, but I, I know. I mean, the business <laughs> closed. I haven't, I haven't seen many people be like, I, I love it. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, my bad, y'all. <laughs> and I'm finna get it. What you, you feel, what you got against Carlson? You feel bad, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, I just damn, man. Say that. My bad, Carlson was for like, yeah, you know, it's, it's make a good, good living to Some people, yeah, no, yeah. So my bad, I, I take that back. But yeah. just the fact that you know, if he didn't, then we wouldn't get. Right, J. Cole, the artist. Right. Um, no, I think, I think J. Cole, like the one of the biggest things that I think about, like while watching it, it was closer to the end of the documentary. He started talking about him realizing that his career um, is possibly coming to an end. You know, it's not over, but he can see the, the finish line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've talked about this before with, with, um, Greg before um, about knowing when when and how to pivot um, mm-hmm. because your career is not over until you're done doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. the thing about it is it's like he talked about, okay, the fall off is not ready. The fall off not being ready, but still working on it. Still got some things he want to tinker with it. And then he got the off season. Um, so He's like, okay, so what's after that? You know, it's it's so funny. J. Cole, J. Cole is like one of our top, like the, the podcast top rappers because we always talk about him because even uh, when we were talking about like uh, the, the period of when music is not there and we want the music from the artist, J. Cole was the artist that we was talking about. And just yeah. to hear him talk about him possibly being done, you know, after the fall, like basically after the fall off, it's it's kind of like, okay, job well done, you know. It's it's mm. like for me, it's like I'm not upset about him thinking that way, but I think that's a different type of thinking. Like nobody says that Jay Jay Z, the only rapper that I've heard him say he's gonna be he's gonna retire. But he continued to drop music even up till like two years ago, even up to like this year, you know, with Sorry Not Sorry. He's still dropping music yeah. <clears throat> um, and stuff like that. So it's like. Now, I'm, now I'm Jay did. No, go ahead. I was going to say, now, Jay actually retired. He stopped for like. What was it, like a year or so? Yeah, maybe almost. <laughs> Jay two. took a break, man, <laughs> and then he just had the the uh, inkling to come back. Yeah. Uh, now, like you, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens. I know I remember G talking about like, hey, you know, fans need that closure too. Like, don't just disappear and we don't know what's going yeah. on. Uh, but for him to like mention, hey, this could possibly be coming to an end. And then the fact that he is okay with it is probably the most important part. He said yeah. that, and I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. Uh, Cause he doesn't want to get the whole thing about getting comfortable. 
Yeah. And one, two, like, this was all about growth, man. He was like, what, what's next? You know, what's next? And like right now, basketball looks like to be next and kind of look, thinking about it while I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, it's going to be one of the things like, like, is he going to have the time to do both music and ball? Yeah. Which I guess if he does, if he puts himself on a schedule, then he, he, he definitely can. It could possibly work. But at the moment, like, you know, him giving his all to ball is, you know, sometimes it stuff suffers on the other end. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens once we get the fall off. Yeah. Because I really feel like the fall off is that's that's it, at least until, you know, if he decides, hey, I'm going to come back, Yeah, you know. No, nah, I think uh, I think it's gonna be dope, super dope. Um, mm. Like, dude, I'm just excited for this album, man. Like, dude, you can go through J Cole's whole, um, you know, discography, and you know, and just listen to it straight. Yeah, like, I don't think the man put out a bad album at all. <laughs> Not at all. Nick Safe was fire. I think his albums was was fire from day one. Um, huge J Cole fan. It, it's crazy. I had never seen him on uh, live. Like I've seen him live. You have? Like I'm, I'm hoping he goes on tour, um, so I can I you know see him. Did I see him live? <laughs> I think I did. I'm not I sure. Heard. No, yes, I did. He came with uh, Jay Z to Nashville. Oh, okay. I saw one time Jay came to Nashville. And Cole, and then Cole was the opener, and there was another time where he came, where Jay came to Nashville, and Wale was the opener. Yeah. So sometimes I get it mixed up, but not knowing that. Oh no, yeah. that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got to. I want to see him live now. Can I, 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 man? Go ahead. I man. wish I could. I wish I could grow hair like Cole, man. Like, <laughs> Bro, like I was the whole time we was watching. I was like, man. I should, just, I should, I should just kept growing it, man. I can't, I can't. Like <laughs> y'all gonna see this sun? Y'all gonna see this sunroof up here? Y'all oh, gonna be like, man. bro, just, just cut it. Just you cut have it. George Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna go to Bosnia on y'all ass. Oh, Come man. out like Deion Sanders with some hair. Lord che- Jesus. <laughs> I'll let y'all know too. Yeah, I went and I paid for it. and I got here. Leave me alone. That's too uh, funny, man. Man, just kind of seeing cold and kind of seeing what they were saying about him. Like, he kind of, <laughs> it's funny because he mentions that he's like, he's lazy. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, you're lazy? And then now, but looking at it, you kind of looking and you're like, nothing's, like, every time we see him in like the room, even the old footage from, what, 2016? Yeah. Uh, him being in the room, like the bed's not made up. Like we see him in the studio, the the you can see they do this long like this off shot, and you can see like it's like a couch, and then it's him in the back in the studio, and like the couch is a wreck. Yeah, and he always has on sweats, and you're like, oh man, is bro, <laughs> Jacko is the bum of hip hop, of, of but you know, I, I think it's just him kind of living a what minimalist lifestyle. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if it's that because I'm not totally sure, but it seems like that. Uh, and sometimes I kind of inspire to do it, but I don't know if I can break <laughs> break myself to just do that. <laughs> but um, nevertheless, just kind of, man, 
Cole is an inspiration in himself, man. Just dude is just living him and being him, and yeah. that that's so important, you know. I think one of the the one of the things that stuck out to me the most um, was when he talked about fatherhood and how um, important family time was. Me and you, um, we always talk about how important it is or how we enjoy our time spent with our families and. You know, you mm-hmm. do things. I was like, man, I can't wait till she gets older and we can do it, do that together. You know, um, I remember one time me and you was playing a game and we was playing Mortal Kombat and shoot, we <laughs> passed the control. Man. <laughs> <to Kate. laughs> yeah, yeah. Kane you know, came um, in, man. He was like, hey, <laughs> let can me I jump play? in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, I, but but just having that time and and enjoying it and making sure that, hey, I'm not too busy for for you, kid. Um, I think that was amazing because it's, it's like I can relate to that on a different type of level because a lot of people don't talk about fatherhood. And by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the ladies that are yes, mothers. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of people don't talk about how fatherhood changes your mindset as the man because one day you're you know most people it's me and my wife we can conquer this world but then you mm-hmm. bring you do the most godlike thing that's the that's the closest thing we got to being gods right it's is producing a human being yep you know and um it changes you. It changes your mindset. It changes your drive. It changes like how you want to be. And then, yeah, you know, you have to be around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like your your aspiration is to be around and to be there to answer questions, to be there to catch you, um, to be there to watch you fall, but help you get up. You know? Um, mm-hmm. Like that touched me. You know what I'm saying? That 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 touched me in a way it was like, damn, everybody thinks that way. No matter how big of a of a star you are or how, you know, small of a I don't like, I don't want to say small, but just how known you are, you know. Because people people talk about like people would mention that he's a dad before they would mention me and you being a dad. But to us, we the biggest and we the kings of our castles, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and it's so important, man. Like, I just got to give a shout out to him for saying it. Shout out to all the dads out there that thinks that way, because it's, it's a life changing thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. It, can I mention that? Go J. Ahead, Cole, <laughs> J. Cole is probably J. Cole. Yeah, I'm just going to say J. Cole for now, but. Yeah, Cole is probably a master at keeping his personal, you know, family life out of the spotlight. Yeah. Like he's been married for a while. And like him having kids, like, like we we don't know any of this until he shares it. Mm-hmm. Uh unlike, you know, um other celebrities who, man, Tim Z is like at the is in the delivery room somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he does it, but man, keep doing it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> However you do it. 
because uh, I, I do, uh, you know, you, you want to keep it, try your best to keep that separate as possible because the spotlight, mm-hmm. you know, goodness gracious, give some people some privacy, y'all. That's uh, what it is. You know. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> for the most part, man, this documentary is awesome. It's great. If you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, it's called Applying Pressure, the offseason. Um, and if you haven't looked at all the other documentaries that uh, J. Cole has done, go check them out, man, because they're always done. And you're always going to learn something, too. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, or you, you're going to have a, a, a inspiration to do something more than what you're doing, you know? So, um, go check that out. Um, good documentary. Can't wait till the album come out the off season. Comes out Friday, May 14th. Um, Absolutely. That's all I got, Steve. What else you got? Uh, man, he mentioned that he was hoarding music. It's yeah, crazy, he did. Right? He did. That's crazy. It was just Can you hoarding. Yeah, I, no, all like, I was thinking about was like, he gonna release the fallout and then it's gonna be like a B-sides album they come out. Gonna, I don't know what he's gonna do, but he's like, man, I've had so much music so I'm like hoarding music. Yeah, You're like what? <laughs> Man, you 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 uh, and then I wonder about other artists like Kendrick, of course, you know, people that we haven't heard from for a long time. Like, are you just hoarding music right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, and I wonder what what is what are because J. Cole pretty much opened himself up and said that he's been struck, you know, he struggles with uh, this is something that he's struggling with comfortability. Um, and I wonder what is, you know, other artists who we haven't heard from in a long time, what are they struggling with? Like, what is Kendrick struggling with right yeah. now to, yeah. that he's battling with within himself that he hasn't released any music? <laughs> or is he just, you know, taking a break? Or or is he done? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, same for um, who else have we haven't heard from in a long time that we're kind of waiting on? Uh Shoot, mm-hmm. I know Kendrick and Cole for sure are the two <laughs> that I'm going to really come to throw this out here, man. Drake. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I mean, I guess he gave us those three records. Yeah, man. We do like uh, that's That's like. Nah, man. That's just like a snack, man. <laughs> we want the whole meal. <laughs> absolutely. We want the meal, man. Uh, I know some more artists Big out there. Big I always yeah, want Chris yeah. to drop music, man. Like, yeah, absolutely, always, man. Um, who else, man? Uh, I know it's someone else, and I just can't think of who it is. Um, but yeah, like, I want, man, I want more documentaries from artists, but I want it in this type of uh setting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I like this setting because I feel like it, it's personal it isn't all the glitz and glam like it's like yeah. it's probably somebody walking around with a camera like just catching shit yeah <laughs> and putting piecing this together I hope he takes all his documentaries and like puts it on one thing yeah that'd and it's be like, a long time, man yeah I think it would but I think it'd be awesome because then we oh, can really sure. see his growth we can go from the you know J. Cole with the fade all the way to dreadlock J. Cole so Nah. Yeah. Um, see what happens. Yeah, definitely. But there you have it, guys. 
Once again, thank you for listening to another episode of the Speak Geekers podcast. If you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel. Yes, sir. Um, uh, hmm? I was just saying, yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm? <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah, so subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts from. Um, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> At Speaker Geekers Podcast on uh, Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T. The third, you got Steve at the great Steve O. Steve, and you got G at instantly underscore G. Um, final thing Mother's Milk released yesterday on the podcast. Mother's Milk, the show that was uh, on our episode last week so um when you get a chance when you finish listening to us we'll hop over and listen to their new podcast as well give them feedback give them subscribe to them follow them too um yeah man what else you got steve yo uh man just leave me with some man uh follow your dreams uh you know <laughs> the whole dreamville thing is uh, with j cole i think is a complete way of life um, and not just a saying so man follow if there's a dream if there's something out there go for it but put the work in understand that you have to put the work in but yeah. go for it man just do it, do it. yeah white Nike absolutely <laughs> yes sir <laughs> anyway, guys, say that with three six I don't know uh, I don't know it was one of them I don't know. I can't remember. I can't. Yeah. Anyway, guys. (laughs) Out. Peace. Peace.